Hello. Hello. <laughs> These are our sexy voices, I guess. <laughs> I just felt that I shouldn't be super loud after that <laughs> nice melodic hello of yours. I am just low key today. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you can be whatever. Hello, Barbara here. <laughs> are you today i'm good coffee's in full effect nice <laughs> any chocolate with the coffee uh, i have some emergency chocolate in the bag but no i've not had any today i bought halloween candy i'm almost out i am not replenishing i was a little slow to go anywhere after halloween so i have not found any good markdowns it's gone by now for sure probably yeah but that's okay that's okay i actually like cookies well over candy anyway yeah speaking of cookies i know that oreos are not your favorite but nabisco did i don't know if it's a marketing stunt so one picture shows like this full-on metal building and uh they built a bunker uh in norway that is asteroid proof because there was an asteroid like that Mm could have crashed into the to the planet and put oreos and in mylar and sealed them so that they could withstand temperatures from negative 80 all the way up to 300 degrees the packages look like military mres was it just the traditional oreo or is it a full array of all the oreo flavors i think it's just the traditional and powdered milk. So you just had to go outside and get some snow and whip up some milk. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they wanted to protect the Oreos like people protect seeds. You know those, like, yeah. seed places? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want the recipe for high-volume sugar to ever go away. <laughs> so you're correct that Oreos is not my favorite cookie. Um <laughs> I like other sandwich cookies much better, and even on those, I still take the most of the icing out of the middle. Um, never double stuff; those are yucky. But any, but I can see where that would be important. I mean, Oreos is kind of a quintessential cookie, I think. Yeah, they they yeah. don't want it gone for sure. No, but I think they had this whole, if I remember correctly, thing during the pandemic where like every month there was some new, you know, bacon flavored Oreos or maybe not bacon, but all kinds of weird flavors. It started way before the pandemic. Like they've been doing it a few years now. But it just seemed like there was just more of them coming more quickly. Well, I think we were just watching more TV and wanting our brains to find flashy stuff to look at. (laughs) But you, it's cookies. (laughs) I, and it's not even that. I think I people were sharing them on, maybe on Facebook because, of course, I can skim right past an Oreo. Um, mm-hmm. Again, they're not my favorite. I will try them so I can say, oh, I tried the new Oreo, but only if they're on sale. Mm-hmm. Or somebody gives you an Oreo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rarely buy them for myself. Yeah. But the good news is whenever Oreos go on sale, Nutter Butters go on sale, too. Mm. I will get a Nutter Butter. Yeah, so much better. Kroger's has, I discovered some at Kroger's. They have a Kroger brand. Mm. They were pretty darn good. Nice. Yep. And other high sugar news. <laughs> uh, 
Einstein's bagels, uh, they came out with the party bagel. The party bagel? Yeah. So at first I thought, is that like a party sub and it's like this giant bagel that you share amongst friends? That's what I was thinking. The whole no. tub of schmear. It's a freaking donut. What? It's a donut. So they have only two flavors. They have churro and chocolate birthday cake. And it's a donut cut like a bagel with uh, cream cheese frosting with cinnamon on top uh, for the churro and chocolate uh, butter icing, buttercream icing with uh, sprinkles on top for the for the chocolate one. Why don't they just call it a donut? Right. Or not a party bagel. Yeah. Maybe a sweet bagel. I don't know. They should have asked us. They should have asked us. I have not been to an Einstein's bagel probably ever. I think maybe once for me. Yeah. But I haven't eaten a bagel in many, many years. So I get maybe it's like a, you know, hey, we have, we're trying to compete, but we want to still be bagel people. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Just call it a donut. Right. Because clearly I had the same thought as you that a party bagel was going to be this big, you know, pizza size bagel that you just chop up. Mm -hmm. But in other donut news, I've seen that Krispy Kreme, one day they had a chocolate frosting. They said, you know, today only it's going to be this chocolate frosting and it showed, you know, how it goes through the waterfall of glaze. And then... Like a day or two later, it was a limited edition caramel one. Hmm. Not yeah. interested in either, but... Yeah, me either. I don't like Krispy Kreme too much. It made me stop and go, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of sugar. That gives me a a headache and it makes my eyes close. Like, <laughs> look at me making the noises now. <laughs> Come over to the sound effects side. <laughs> It's fun here. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Um, my daughter worked at the uh, one on Sawmill for a short time. And I remember picking her up one night and she had spilt the glaze in a very dramatic way all over herself and the floor. And it was sort of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> my very first <laughs> job. Um, like clock in, get a paycheck job, mm -hmm. um, was actually at a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. Um, I worked there all of a week. And um, I had like a polyester zip-up smock. And it was, this would have been in the 80s. It was varying uh, colors of orange and yellow um, with like donut trees on my, on my outfit. And I had to wear tan pants. So I had to get tan pants for this job. Seven days later, those went in the trash. You could not get the smell of grease out of them. And I didn't even make the donuts. I could fill the donuts. Now that was kind of cool. <laughs> so they have like this vat with this um, nozzle that comes off and kind of like this handle and it injects the, the cream inside the donut. I like custard. Um... So I would get one of the long johns because we could make our own donut. And then I would just pump that puppy full <laughs> of, the, of the Bavarian cream from the custard. Um, and then I would just eat that. Um, 
they they didn't like that too much when I did that. But <laughs> <laughs> but that was my donut experience. Mm. Yep, seven days. Nice. Yep. I I feel at that time that commercial time to make the donuts was hot on TV, it right? It was. Yep. <laughs> and what's funny is I don't know when they stopped playing that, but to this day. You know, friends of mine will use that as a, you know, you got to get up and go to work. Well, time to make the donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about it. Younger people probably have no clue. (laughs) No clue at all. Because I'm pretty sure Dunkin' Donuts is dropping donuts from the name altogether. I think they're just Dunkin'. Yeah. How interesting that donuts don't want to exist, but they're everywhere. Companies (laughs) don't want the word donuts to exist. But chubby chicks like me like them. <laughs> I, I like a good donut. But so, you know, there's this whole donut craze. There's a lot of places here in town that have those fancy donuts where it'll have, you know, a pile three inches high with bacon and, you know, waffle yeah. cone and whatever crazy concoctions. And I am all about a good glazed donut. Just a good old bready, doughy donut. <laughs> It doesn't even, I would prefer that it doesn't have icing on top. And then, like I said, a Bavarian cream, but the kind with the powdered sugar, not the, not the Boston cream with the chocolate on top. That's Mm -hmm. just too much. Um, But a good powdered donut with some custard inside, that's my jam. But that's it. That's all I need. Plain, simple donuts. The only place I've seen those is the donut place by my house, and I can't even think of the name of that, but they have a lot of That would be honey dipped. Yes. (laughs) They do not have those. um, They go kind of quick. And Mm -hmm. so I have have actually talked to them before about, can I place a special order for like a dozen of those? Mm -hmm. There used to be my favorite donut spot back in the day um, is now gone, but... um, we used to go and I'd get them um, there and that's how I discovered how much I like them because normally I would just scrape the chocolate off of the others. Now, I would eat the chocolate later. It's not like I threw it away. Um, I would just lick it off the spoon later. But it doesn't need, it competes with the the sweetness of the mm-hmm. custard. So, um, But when I first tried those, it's just a whole different kind of flavor and we would joke that they would put crack dust in the powdered <laughs> sugar because I was addicted to those. Um, it's when we were rehabbing and um, we had, I had a house that kept getting broken into. So we would stay in the house overnight and then I would drive my kids five miles back home to the city we lived in to get them ready for school in the morning. It's like urban camping. Um, but to reward them for staying in this house sleeping on the floor um we would stop and get donuts at five o'clock in the morning every day so they were super fresh and yummy Mm. um i'm getting kind of hungry now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we would always joke and it was not in a wonderful neighborhood either so that's another reason we joked that there was crack dust in the powdered (laughs) sugar but oh my god was it good Mm. Mm. i am kind of hungry too all right, we'll put a shout out for Adino's <laughs> Bakery in Columbus, Ohio. Adino's makes some awesome donuts. I have turned half of the our company on to them. I do not eat the um, the cream boats that everybody loves, but they slice them down the middle like a like a hot dog bun, and then they lay all the stuff inside so all the cream is actually exposed. 
Never had one. Let's um, try them. They are very close to your your normal work location. Mm. Real close. <laughs> um, I think about stopping all the time, but literally my favorite is I get a stick donut mm-hmm. and a twist donut, which is just a glaze, but it's longer. Um, and so those are what I get. And then I get everybody else, the fancy ones. I know um, I went to school with some of the people that um, own it, so the next generation. Um, and they, they actually kind of make fun of me for my donut choice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to buy the bad donuts. <laughs> they're not bad donuts. They're just, I like classic, simple things. Yeah, I get that about you. Yeah. But go ahead. Tell, go ahead. Say I'm classic and simple. <laughs> Refined. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Uncomplicated. <laughs> you know, if it's good with with just about anything, if it's good, it's good. It doesn't need the extra fancy paints. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. How do we get off on a donut tangent? That was well, fun. Yeah, I don't know. I well, bagels. I know how. Yeah, bagels. And and you know, <laughs> <laughs> you told me a story, and off we went. I got it. <laughs> That's what happens. That's why we're here. <laughs> so we were originally going to talk about our train ride. Yes. And how fun and glorious that was. We literally embarked on the crazy train. We did. (laughs) (laughs) And we tried a TikTok filter thing that did not work out well. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I have other footage. Maybe we can make something out of it. I have no idea. I have not yet mastered the TikTok in the app. I can post things outside the app, but whatever. We're we're derailing from the train conversation here. (laughs) (laughs) But if you are on our TikTok uh, channel... And you see the the images with the train in the background. We had a great idea, and someday we will figure it out. Um, but that's that was the uh, thought behind it. <laughs> so it was a rainy day. That was kind of a bummer. Um, but the fall leaves were absolutely beautiful still. Yes. We um, went on the Hawking Valley Railroad. Um, which is in Hocking Hills um, of Ohio. And we wanted to take a train ride to go and look at the leaves. We'd been wanting to do a train ride and we wanted to look at leaves and we thought, oh, well, we'll just do this together. So early in October, I pull up the website thinking this is going to be a good idea. And there was one week left that had anything, had any tickets left. So we uh, picked a day during the week and took off and decided to go, and it rained all day. And so most of the leaves were gone, but it was still a good trip, but definitely was not the the foliage we expected. Yes, correct. And I didn't know some things about Nelsonville. I didn't understand it was part of Appalachia, and I didn't know about the brick furnaces, which were really cool. They were cool. <laughs> we'll have to post some pictures. Yes. 
Barbara was fully immersed and took some pretty, pretty awesome photos of, I guess it would be the chimney stacks inside. Yeah, the smokestacks and, and yeah. the, the kilns. Yeah. They're inside the kilns as well. Yeah, so that, I've never seen anything like that. And I don't, do you know what the purpose of those were? Like what, I mean, obviously it couldn't heat the city. Like what, what were they doing with those? They, that's where they cured the bricks. Gotcha. So they put the bricks inside. Um, if I remember correctly, um, they were downdraft kilns. So they were, um, they would heat it up inside to dry and cure the bricks. And then the smoke would go through a hole in the floor and come up and out those smokestacks. Mm. Gotcha. So you will see pictures of me inside a smokestack. <laughs> They're not very large smokestacks. <laughs> I saw there were definitely flames happening in there. There was definitely high heat happening. A lot of the bricks were charred in there, but I didn't know if there was a different purpose in what they were cooking. What a barbecue that would be. <laughs> Just bricks. And thank goodness not us since we were in there. But at one time, I think there were these either five or six um, brick-making factories in Nelsonville. And um, I think they're down to two, if I remember correctly now. And um, for our trip, I came up with all kinds of little offshoot things that we could do. And um, one of them was called Brick Park. And while we were on the train, we could see the, the kilns and we could see the smokestacks. And we took pictures from the moving train in the rain. So they weren't wonderful pictures. And then afterwards, we went off to see what we could salvage of my ideas for our trip. Um, since it was raining, everything was outside. And lo and behold, Brick Park is the um, furnaces, or excuse me, the kiln and chimneys that we saw from the train. Um, so then we actually got to go inside of them. So that was neat. It was a happy accident. Didn't know that what we were looking at is actually where we were going. Um, but just to, I think we spent easily 30 minutes just playing around in a field and <laughs> with two smokestacks and a, and a kiln and a half. And the gates were already down when we arrived, people. We didn't break in. <laughs> right. And, and exactly. The gate was already broken and, and the bricks missing from the floor. That was not us either. For real. <laughs> we will play in something that's open, but we will not break it ourselves. No. But thank goodness it was already open. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just really neat to kind of look around and um, and just explore and, and unleash the child in myself <laughs> <laughs> that likes to climb in things and over things and touch. And yeah, um, thank you for indulging me. And it wasn't <laughs> so fun. And it wasn't raining inside of there. <laughs> The one, there were two of the smaller ones, and they looked like hobbit houses, like for sure, mm -hmm. as you approach them. They were like, oh, I feel like whatever his name is, Gandalf, is going to like come out that door. <laughs> it oh. was just you coming out that door at the time. <laughs> it was not Frodo. It was just me. Gandalf, is that Harry Potter? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. No, you're putting me on the spot now, but I'm pretty sure that no, Gandalf is, um, he's the wizard. Okay. So he's too tall. He comes okay. to, he comes to the Shire to get okay. the hobbits. <laughs> if 
you're a Lord of the Rings person, please do not crucify us. She put me on the spot there. I watched them all. I watched none. (laughs) Stephen Colbert, if you're listening, I apologize. (laughs) So then I, so I just want to rant for a minute. Please do. Okay. So we went to an Amish place for dinner and there were goats and there was a sign that said petting zoo. Can people please stop putting up signs that says petting zoo if you cannot go in and touch the animals? I suppose if it got close enough to the fence and you got your chubby little hands through the fence, you could have petted it. Pet, yeah. pet it, pet it. That is not snuggling a goat. That is what. And there was an adorable baby, baby, baby. It was very cute. These animals, so there were also deer there, and they were not conditioned enough or already well-fed in the evening because Barbara was really rattling the machine with the corn, trying to get the attention, like, I'm getting food, come on over, and they wanted no part of her or me. In all fairness, I did, I did dig a quarter out of my purse, and I did actually (laughs) buy some of the corn, all six kernels that came out with that. And so I sporadically threw it into the enclosure. You probably didn't notice because you were chasing that goat. Um, but the I did get several females to come closer, but there was that male buck that kept coming and chasing them back. Um, so that was actually kind of cool to see, um, um, you know, them interact and him being, you know, all masculine and... Bully. He was a bully. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably to keep his his ladies safe and away from you know us bright side of crazy chicks <laughs> he might have seen me on the uh riding the horse and was afraid that i'd come over and try to ride them too yes it was like uh, a grocery store horse that you put your toddler on this is what barbara was doing <laughs> yeah there was no weight limit sign so <laughs> all good Although I did not, I did not trust it to put the quarter in and actually ride it and try to uh, tax the mechanism there. But yeah, I sat on it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> this is what our trips are like. I think that we need, like, we need to plan a trip and do a raffle to bring a listener with us to witness the crazy in person. <laughs> so fun they can supply the cookies (laughs) the crazy fuel for barbara (laughs) that's just my excuse yeah (laughs) the crazy ideas are there anyway i just blame the coffee and the cookies yeah so that was nice too and really good food and um i never seen a total white deer before and it didn't look like an albino deer it was just like a white deer uh Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of deer they were. They weren't regular white-tailed deer. They seemed smaller than white tails. And then even, you know, what I think are adults or adolescents had spots on them like the the young white tail do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what kind of deer they were. Even their mm-hmm. antlers on the male looked different. Mm-hmm. Almost half reindeer-esque. Yeah, but, but not reindeer. But not reindeer. Definitely not that yeah. large either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they were. I don't know. We could have researched it, but 
you know, we were talking about donuts. We had better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the train ride very much. And um, I did get kind of sad looking at um, some of the homes that were uh, there along the tracks and um, feeling the actual people live in them and how poverty has stricken that particular area. So that was kind of sad to think about, but maybe those people are quite happy and having a home, you know, so. True. Um, but then also I was thinking um, a lot of the houses, the house themselves didn't look to be necessarily in disrepair, but the yards. Yeah. You know, um, I guess we'll just stick it out back. You can't see it from the street. But then as the 300 people on the train rattle by, <laughs> you can see the refrigerator in the bathtub in your old trailer from 1972 that is now collapsed and has a tree growing through it. And, you know, I don't know how much of it is they just, you know, stick it out there for later or nobody will see it or, you know, just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But that was kind of sad to see. Mm -hmm. But... You can't move the tracks. And, I mean, these are just people living their lives. And they're probably hardworking people that may not have a whole lot of time for, you know, moving things out of their yards. So, and it's definitely not a priority. Maybe loving their kids is, you know, I'm sure loving their kids is much more of a higher priority. <laughs> Way to make me feel like a bad human being. Right? <laughs> I don't know what people think. I just know the mood that it struck in me that I felt for them and then I'm like maybe I don't have to feel bad for them they're probably very fine human beings that don't need my blah so well and probably the the weather that we were experiencing that day didn't help either it was very cold and windy and gloomy and I'm sure things would have looked different if it was shiny and sunny yeah. out maybe probably would have had true. a different perspective on things mm -hmm. probably probably so but yeah for sure check out this train ride i think a lot of volunteers um do this i think it might be all volunteer ran is what i read on the website yes um if i remember correctly from uh late 70s on it's been uh, ran and uh, maintained by volunteers so that's awesome work and um they give you a lot of information about the area, which was cool. Um, a lot of the towns there, it goes through several towns. I forget how long the train ride was. We were on the train for about 45 minutes each direction, and then it turns around and takes you back to the station. But it goes through several towns that were like company towns. And so that was neat. Although I know that it's happens, you know, it's happened before. It's neat to hear how a company just comes in and buys a town or erects a town, not buys a town, but erects a town and you know, these houses are built specifically for the workers that were coming in and what has happened to the towns since that company has moved on. And I think it was, I think they said until like the 50s or 60s, it was still a company owned. Um, one of them was a company owned town, which was just weird to think of. Yeah. And how you would rent your house from your employer and then the, the local store was owned by your employer then you get your paycheck, and at the end of the week, you may actually owe your employer money because you pay your rent and buy your groceries from them. So 
think about that cycle and how it created, you know, could create the kind of situation that we then saw. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Correct. Yes. So we must go on more adventures very soon. Yes. For sure. Definitely more adventures. I really like the idea of the um, Christmas Story house. I really do like that idea. So that's up near Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely um, on one of our to-do lists. Um, I have a couple things up there that I've been looking at. There is another train farther up north. There's a Polar Express we could do. Not sure that the grandkids are ready for that. That's kind of long. Yeah, I was getting kind of antsy sitting on the train for a while, so I can see at least my granddaughter, like, losing her mind. (laughs) Unless it was, no, she would just lose her mind. It's too long. Yeah, it's a long time for little tots like that. But that's all right. We can check it out for research purposes. I, I need to, like, do better and keep receipts to make everything tax deductible. <laughs> oh, heck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just threw away the receipt for that. <laughs> Actually, I did. I took that receipt out and put it in my Yeah, I think we got to file a business and all of that first, so. Okay, fine. Yeah, so maybe January. I shall start that. All right. Maybe. So the the trips abroad will be next year. Yes. <laughs> we got to get passports. Yes. Yeah. So what else is so freaking awesome today? Well, we're in November now. So I am thinking about Thanksgiving because November means Thanksgiving. November does mean Thanksgiving. November 1, you are planning for Thanksgiving. Although I did put my Christmas tree up last week. Well, but you have a new awesome Christmas tree I heard about. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, But Thanksgiving does start the 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 Christmas season. So once we get past it, you can officially be in the Christmas season. But, you know, October is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving and almost Christmas. Almost. Almost Christmas, but not yet. But so in thinking about Thanksgiving... Um, it is probably my favorite holiday. One, I like to cook and you get to cook a lot for Thanksgiving and it has all the weird foods that I really love. Turkey is my favorite. Um, I like cranberry sauce. I like sweet potatoes. Yes. And you get to have all of that stuff. And there's an excuse to just, well, should we have this or this? You have them both on Thanksgiving. (laughs) There is no either or. (laughs) Except for meat. It's got to be turkey. You're not bringing a ham to my house on Thanksgiving. You can do that shit at your house, not at my house. Look, the answer is never bring a ham. That's really the answer (laughs) for anything. Don't bring a ham for anything. It's not my favorite. Turkey is my favorite. I do remember one year your mom put bacon all over the turkey and she brought it in and that's all I could smell was pork and I'm just like now I do not eat (laughs) bacon either um but you just pick it off and you know I don't eat the turkey's skin I don't eat skin of anything Mm -hmm. so I just peel that off anyway um but rest assured I have I have now taken over the turkey um cooking as well for the family I used to always do all the side dishes I've always um had Thanksgiving at my house, but my mom would make and cook the turkey. And then that's what they would bring over is the Mm -hmm. turkey. And um, my mom um, 
has an issue with her arm and she can't lift a turkey. And my dad now has an issue with balance. And so he can't carry a turkey either. <laughs> um, so now I just do everything at my house and they just come over and enjoy, um, which is cool too. Um, so no bacon on the turkey. There is, we're a bacon-free zone. Thank you. <laughs> um, but so I've been thinking about Thanksgiving and there are, you know, some odd traditions or I don't know, odd traditions, but just some odd stuff that I came up with and I've been thinking about for Thanksgiving. You know, the turkey, the, how the president pardons a turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that that was even mentioned, now it wasn't pardoning the turkey, but in 1863, President Lincoln gave clemency to a turkey. Um, and so, which is mercy or leniency. Um, so that is probably the original pardoning of a turkey. But then it wasn't until 1981 that it officially became a thing. And that was um, with Ronald Reagan. Hmm. Um, before that, other presidents had done similar things. And it's kind of rumored that President Truman was the one who actually coined the phrase pardoning of the turkey. Um, but his people dispute that. And um, there's even um, talks about where he got two turkeys one year. So he said, this will do nicely for thank- or for Christmas. So if he was going to eat it at Christmas, that's not a pardon. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I was surprised that because... I just always remember them pardoning turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, 1981 is where I probably start remembering stuff, mm. you know, as a younger person. Um, so that makes sense. But then uh, there's not as much fun stuff that I could find to do around Thanksgiving like you can with Christmas or Halloween. But we could always do a turkey trot, which is like a usually a three to five mile run or like a 5K where people dress up like turkeys. Okay. I feel like I would, I have no problem dressing up like a turkey. The running part that, you know, I'm not really, <laughs> I don't know that I want to do. Um, but I would definitely dress up in a turkey costume and, you know, for people. You just be the mascot at the finish line. I'm good with that. Yeah. Because you probably get a cookie or something at the end. <laughs> just say it. Um, so there are, there's turkey bowling. Was also invented in the eighties. I what is tur- I don't, I've never heard of turkey bowling. So you know bowling, you grab a ball and throw it down a lane and knock over some pins. Yeah, uh-huh. you do that with a frozen turkey in the grocery aisle. Okay. Um, now this is sanctioned by the grocery. Please do not just go to your local <laughs> Win Dixie and chuck a turkey down the aisle. They will not like it. Piggly Wiggly. Um, <laughs> I know your aversion to pork, so I didn't want to go to the Piggly Wiggly. And we use Kroger's a lot, so I was trying to spread the love. I just couldn't think of another one fast enough. Um, But then there's also a turkey toss, which is similar to turkey bowling, where turkey bowling, you slide it across the floor. A turkey toss, you actually throw the turkey um, to see who can get it the farthest. And I think somewhere like around Indianapolis, they actually light them on fire and throw them. Oh, I don't know the level up, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, let's see what else. Then uh, when you're cooking the turkey, at some point someone decided just good old turkey wasn't enough, so they came up with the turducken. And if you're not familiar, is a deboned 
chicken stuffed inside a deboned duck, which is then stuffed inside a turkey. I've never had one. I like all three of the birds, but individually is fine. So I've not participated in a turducken. Yeah, I wonder what the value is of putting them inside of each other. To debone, that's like work to make that happen. Yeah, I don't know. So, I yeah, I don't know. You should see me mangle just the chicken. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Turducken is not my thing. But something else I don't quite understand is oyster stuffing. Hmm. In all fairness, I've never had oyster stuffing, not even once um, that I remember. But, you know, the Brits brought it over at some point and, you know, some of the colonists and it kind of stuck. And I know some people absolutely love it. I'm not a fan of any stuffing. I It's it's too savory for me, I think. It, yeah, I just don't like it. Hmm. I'm all about savory, though. You know, there's the the homemade stuffing. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, just torn bread, and that tends to be very, trying to think of the right word, kind of dense, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And then you have stuff like, you know, the box stuffing mix, and that tends to be lighter and fluffier. Um, I tend to like all of it. I don't know that I have a preference, as long as it's not soggy. Yeah. I don't want it soggy. But I, I like a good stuffing, but, you know, stuffing is bread. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a donut. <laughs> Thank God I do not have uh, any issues with gluten because I am all about it. But then there's also uh, other weird stuff. People, you know, started deep frying turkeys, which I hear is yeah. good, but I've honestly, I've never had it. But dangerous. Yes. <laughs> I've, I have seen a, a turkey fire. Mm-hmm. Um, someone in my neighborhood about two years ago was, um, deep frying a turkey and either that or they just caught their grass on fire for no reason. I assume it was the turkey. Um, but I drove by and yeah, their grass was on fire. <laughs> I was like, this is why we do not deep fry a turkey. But actually we were supposed to, um, deep fry one last year. A friend of mine was going to come over and I said, if you want to do it, you can then be in charge of it. And then something happened and we weren't able to get, I can't remember, um, but at the last minute, we're not able to get the um, turkey fryer. So we did not, but maybe this year, we'll see. But that also seems like a whole lot of oil. It is. Because what are you going to do with it again? It's not like a fry daddy where you just put the lid on it and the next time you go <laughs> to make french fries, you just take the lid off. Um and it's usually in peanut oil. And peanut oil, I love so much, even though now I can't eat it. It's a diff, it gives a different flavor. And I love it so much. And that's what I cook chicken in because it totally changes the flavor of it. Um, so there's that. You know, I, I guess I never realized there was different. I know there are different oils and you use them for different reasons. But to me, I'm just kind of like an oil is an oil. Mm-hmm. I don't deep fry stuff very often, though. So just the regular old you know, canola or whatever in my cabinet is what I use. I have switched over to coconut oil now, but I don't, I mean, that's kind of expensive to deep fry a turkey with coconut oil. I would think so. Yeah. Put the lime in the coconut. (laughs) Sorry, that's a whole nother thing. Glimpse into the brain. Um, Let's see. So turkey, after the turkey, oh. My One of my favorite things, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That is the best. So I I didn't look to see what they're going to do this year, um, but I, I'm sure it's going to be different. I didn't even think about that. I, 
and and I saw something about a different parade, and now I don't remember if it was the Thanksgiving Day parade, but I think they're spreading it out maybe across the city instead of having everybody congregate right there at that main Macy's. Um, I think they're going to, if I remember correctly, I think they'll still do the parade. Um, mm-hmm. It just will be different and abbreviated. I think they'll have multiple little parades in New York, so not everybody's in the same spot, if I remember correctly. If I'm wrong, please no hate mail. Um, but I always love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It, it's just, it has to be on. Mm-hmm. Just every year, it has to be on. Whatever, tra- I'm hoping whatever, we'll get a Charlie Brown on regular TV this year instead of on Apple TV. I was not happy they put The Great Pumpkin on Apple TV, which I could have Listen, watched for free. I still didn't do it. If The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown could have been on opposite of the debate, like that would have been you have your choice. Oh, nobody's watching that fucking debate. If you can watch Charlie Brown. <laughs> Let's have an alternate. <laughs> you can be angry or you can be happy. <laughs> Which do you want to be? You know, that would have been a good network move there. Like you got For one sure. shot to be happy and watch Charlie Brown. Do you want to watch that or the debate? It would have the rating the ratings would have been huge. Well, I had seen, I am, I am a child at heart and I love any of the peanut stuff. I watch them all. I know Mm -hmm. I've seen them every year for the last 47 years, but I watch them still every time. And I figured it was just me. Um, I have a friend that over the years, every time there's a Charlie Brown episode coming on, you know, he texts me, don't forget it's on tonight or whatever. (laughs) I think that's just his way to communicate, but I appreciate it anyway. But I saw lots of friends on Facebook just losing their minds over it. (laughs) (laughs) Me. And so I was like, good. It was not just me. Um, But yeah, so um, that is a a must. We're going to have to see where that is. It's messed up. I'll have a watch party. Thank you. That's what we'll do. And how are you going to remember about Dolly Madison Zingers if not for Charlie Brown TV shows? I've got to tell you, I tried them because of Charlie Brown. (laughs) I don't like the zingers. The frosting is a little too thick. And the weird, like, you know, stripey pattern on the top, I don't like. I don't know. But yeah, I tried them because Charlie Brown. But I learned from cartoons. I have no problem admitting that. And then, of course, after Thanksgiving dinner... We would always get the Sunday paper, well, the Thanksgiving paper, not the Sunday paper, but get all the ads out because it is now officially Christmas season and Black Friday shopping starts. What an odd thing to be associated with Thanksgiving is to just, you know, jump right into shopping. But um, it has become a tradition in our house that, you know, as we're sitting there unbuttoning our pants <laughs> okay go through the ads so the traditions at your house are quite interesting i must say so the traditions at your house <laughs> i think they're pretty normal traditions now i'm a little scared cards against humanity with 80 year old parents like that was a lot for me to say words in front of your parents <laughs> well it is a new tradition and my mom was 73 at the time okay <laughs> So that was, my parents had told me they played Cards Against Humanity at another friend's house or something. And we had used to always play card games and um, word games and things like that. 
we're quick-witted people. We, you know, fast-moving games we like. So I was surprised when my mom said that they liked Cards Against Humanity because I had recently played it at a drunken party <laughs> and thought it was funny. But I'm like, okay. And when, thank God for my daughter and her not having any problems saying any kind of word. <laughs> because when when my mom's card said queef and someone had to explain to her what that was, that was my daughter's job right then. <laughs> but yeah, I, I could not. Some of the things that I heard my mother say was quite odd. And then my mom won the fucking game. Like, what the hell? <clears throat> Whenever I play with my mom, I, I have the least cards. <laughs> It is so funny because when you play that, whoever like picks your answer, you get to hold on to those cards and whoever kind of has the most is kind of an arbitrary winner thing. It's more just about the laughs, I think. But my mom, every time I play with my mom, I do way worse than her, which is weird. It's weird and hilarious and odd all at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And there's not alcohol involved. So to numb the weirdness. (laughs) Um, but yeah that was that was pretty fun so we've only done that a couple times so it's a newer tradition um but you know there's not a lot of explaining in that game so even if you've never played like we used to play taboo a lot Mm -hmm. you kind of have to explain that game so um so should we play again this year maybe (laughs) uh your dad's pretty funny uh your dad is hilarious so um I'm used to it now, so I'm cool. It was the first time it was like, I I don't know if this is appropriate or right. I like, this was like blowing my mind. It was weird for me too. (laughs) It was definitely weird for me too, because there are some weird stuff that I won't say. And then to hear my mom say it. Yeah, it, it was odd. Definitely odd. Thanks for paying for 10 years of Catholic school, mom. Now let me talk you say this. <laughs> and then there's that. And then there's that. So, but we have, you know, we, we try to have fun. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can talk about politics. You can talk about religion. You can fight amongst the family. Or you can just play Cards Against Humanity and watch, you know, your grandparents say real inappropriate stuff (laughs) or explain the inappropriateness or maybe they have some lessons to teach you i don't know (laughs) i think we had to explain taint as well yes yeah that was (laughs) again thank goodness my daughter was there because i i would just you know literally hey siri and let her say it (laughs) i am still the respectful daughter i can't say that kind of stuff oh i forgot about that (laughs) So yeah, we uh we do that <laughs> as well. But then uh so here's the other thing I was thinking about with Thanksgiving when I was looking into kind of what we could get into for Thanksgiving and um different traditions and of course there's things like you know, pieing and contests, but that's just, you know, all the time. Um I think you have eating <laughs> contests for it's hot dogs for Fourth of July, it's pie for Thanksgiving. But did you realize they celebrate Thanksgiving in Canada as well, eh? No. Um, And they've actually been doing it for 40 years longer than us. Really? Yep. So here in the States, we think about, um, 
you know, it's the pilgrims and, you know, coming over and us cooperating with the, um, with the Native Americans. But in Canada, well, one, theirs is in October. It's usually the same as Columbus Day is down here. And it's the second Monday in October. And theirs is earlier because they are farther north. So their growing season is different. So their harvest is earlier than ours is. That makes sense. And it makes total sense, but I didn't think <laughs> about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then, um, so theirs is more of a day to commemorate uh, multiple things. So there's um, an, an explorer, um, Martin, oh, I forget his last name. But anyway, when he crossed the Northwest Passage, and then they also um, give thanks for um, you know, the outcome of the world wars, things like that. So theirs is, they're thankful for different things where ours is mostly, you know, the harvest and, and, um, you know, the pilgrims and Indians. Um, so yeah, that was interesting to learn that, um, you know, Canada has been doing it longer. They're so great. They're so nice. <laughs> they're so nice. Well, <laughs> I didn't think to look about what I'll have to check that out for next time, what they actually eat for their Thanksgiving dinner. I wonder mm. if it's the same. Maybe. We'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see if they put oysters in their dressing, eh? <laughs> but yeah, so now I'm hungry. Gotta go eat now. Absolutely. Mm. So do you keep the wishbone from your turkey? I do not. Usually they were, you know, broken there quickly after eating and... The kids fought over which wish was right because they never remembered, you know, which was which. Like, I got the small part, that means I won. Or I got the big part, that means I won. Like, it was always a thing. So, um, both were right. Whatever. <laughs> I think it's the big part. I think it's the big part, too. <laughs> so, I always try to keep the wishbone, but you have to dry the wishbone before you can snap it. So, you really can't snap the wishbone the same day. So I would tend to have a wishbone hanging out. It was always on the back of my sink where I would wash it and then set it there to dry. And then some arbitrary day, some months later, where I'm like, somebody want to do something with this wishbone? <laughs> and so it never got never got broken on Thanksgiving. But I always feel compelled to save it if it doesn't get broken in the carving process. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm just pulling pieces and trying to get enough meat on the plate. Um but yeah, we always save it whether we actually use it then or not. Hmm. I just feel compelled to do so. It did not last. And it was easily broken the day of, just so you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> no need to dry it out. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> this year, I'll just wipe the slime off and, and we could break it at the table. Okay, the winner of Cards Against Humanity gets to break the wishbone. We're going to start a new tradition, Rose. Oh, so that is a bright side of, you know, definitely coming together and just having a day of joy. That wasn't always the case in my family. My family is sometimes drinks a little much and there were arguments and it's kind of weird. Um, I am glad that that is not the situation anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, I do. We do not. One, we don't drink a lot. Um, so that is is a good thing. Um, so there's not alcohol fueled arguments, mm -hmm. but, um, we, that's kind of why I like to play the game is you don't have to sit around and come up with conversations 
you know, and talk about religion and politics and what's going on in the world and why so-and-so's kids are, you know, whatever. Um, here, let's talk about smegma. That'll be fun. <laughs> Everything is, everyone is equally uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that I've mentioned the three, the three cards that really got us that day. <laughs> It is nice. And I do uh, love giving appreciation. I give appreciation for things every day anyway. But it is nice to have that reminder. A lot of people don't think about appreciation or giving thanks to anything. Not that they're horrible people. It just doesn't come top of mind to a lot of people. So just to take a step back and reflect about all of the good things that really are happening all of the time anyway. And to maybe rethink some things i think it's a good day of reflection and i think this year in particular because 2020 has been a dumpster fire of a year yeah um to to just think about what we do have so many people have you know died of covid or been sick or lost their jobs their homes their homes absolutely um not even from COVID, from, you know, all the hurricanes we've had this year. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a crazy, crazy year. So I think, you know, this year on top of every other, if you have anything to be thankful for, give thanks, you know, bring it to the top of your mind, and it could be so much worse. Yeah. And, And if you're one of those people that don't have anything to be thankful for, if you have, you know, everything bad, you have COVID and you're sleeping in a box and, and all of that, you know, reach out. People that are, do have more will help. Yeah. There is a lot of loving people out there that want to give and that's what they do. I love giving for sure and helping out with whatever I can. Bright side of crazy bonus challenge. Yes. Bright side bonus challenge. Bright side bonus challenge. (laughs) Why don't you segue into that and, uh, Tell people what we got going on there. Yeah, so I received a $50 check from uh, the volunteer work that I do. I do meditations uh, at a radio station here in Columbus. That It's a total volunteer station. So somebody sent me a $50 check um, in appreciation for my meditations. So that was really nice, and I wanted to pay it forward. Because they were thankful that because you did they it. Were thankful. <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry. And I am thankful, but I want to pay it forward. And so we thought it might be a good way to do it is to um, give envelopes with $10. And the card is really cute, too. It's a card of appreciation, and it just has a nice message saying, you know, that how awesome that person is. And, um, we, I will be leaving them in public places. Maybe when we're out on our adventure, we can find a person and video that and put it on um, TikTok. Um, we really want to get this going so that more people participate um, in it. I would love to give all of the money in the world, but I don't have it. So if we could start a movement of it, I know that it's $10 seems little, but it could mean so much to a person, you know, getting to work for a couple extra days or, you know, whatever it could, $10 could really mean a lot to somebody. But you know what? You could give one of these $10 cards to a millionaire and just the fact that someone stopped to say something 
Mm -hmm. You never know. It's not even about the money sometimes. It's about acknowledgement or just knowing, renewing faith in humanity. Yeah. So little, little things can mean a lot. Yeah, it does. It really does. So I hope that you will participate if you would like to pay something forward and are on TikTok and all of the TikTok madness that is happening. <laughs> uh, hashtag uh, bright side bonus challenge and get more people on board to pay it forward. It, you know, find something. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. Like if you want to take blankets down to a shelter, do that. Do whatever you can um, to boost somebody up, please. Please. Be a good human being. Be a good human being. It'd be so nice. Now is the time to come together. Yes. In a brand new way. Six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Socially distanced coming together. <laughs> so do you have any other bright sides that you... Well, we are in November now. Mm -hmm. And it is no shave November. I had no idea I shaved my legs this morning. Um, so did I. But it's only because it's <laughs> 70 degrees here in Ohio in November. But I was actually, you know, I got to admit, I like not having to do it every day when you've got black hair and are of German and Italian descent, you got to mow your legs sometimes. <laughs> and um, I think we may have discussed that in an earlier episode, which reminds me, you've got some powder or I something do. I need to try. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I was thinking about that today. We're in no shave November as I was shaving my legs this morning because I was going to try to wear capris and then I didn't anyway. Mm, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I want to take advantage of having, you know, the warmer weather and wearing clothes that are getting ready to be put away. And then when I got dressed this morning, I just kind of forgot and put on long pants. But that's all right. I'll just tell people that I've got, you know, three legs under here. They don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, being in the winter, I like not ha or going into the colder months, not having to shave every day. I like it. I get, I... I'm not letting my beard grow out, though. That's gonna, I'm going to keep trimming <laughs> that one. Ah, okay, so I do have a funny little story. So my youngest granddaughter is 18 months old, and she comes over every morning. Uh, her mom comes over to have coffee, and um, I get to play with her as I get ready for work every day. And so she comes in the bathroom. We brush teeth together. Uh, most days I'm in the shower when she comes over, so she comes in and looks at me naked, and she says, What? <laughs> um, sometimes she tickles my butt, which is really weird. Um, cause you know, I'm like, excuse me, girl, I'm trying to get out of the shower. Anyway, I uh, took a left turn there, but anyhow, so she came in the other day and I was using my trimmer on my face. So I thought it would be cute. I just turned it the opposite direction and I took it across her chin and so now every day she comes in the bathroom and she grabs my trimmer and she rubs it across her face. So I have, oh, goodness. I have to pretend trim her beard every day. And uh, I'm like, yeah, so she's going to bust me out someday. <laughs> it's really funny because she's to the point where you just have to show her something once and it completely sticks. And so, yeah, every morning now she comes over and grabs the trimmer and I have to pretend trim her face. 
When she's 13 years old, she's going to say, Grandma, when do I get to shave my face? (laughs) She's going to be all upset about not growing facial hair like a boy. Well, I hope that she takes after her mama. (laughs) Her mom has lighter hair and she's currently a blonde, so maybe it'll stick. Um, But her her dad was born as a blonde and now has darker hair than me. But he doesn't grow a lot of facial hair, so maybe not. Um, His dad never did either. Um, Yeah, the hairy genes are on my side of the family. Nice. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty funny. So one of these days, he's going to just bust me out with the hair trimmer. (laughs) The interesting problems... Of middle-aged women. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what's funny is I thought I killed this darn trimmer, too. It is not, it's less than two months old. Maybe two months. Um, and I went to plug it in. It's rechargeable. And it stopped working one day. And I was like, okay, I need to charge it. So I put it on the charger, no big deal. And I take it off and I use it for like 30 seconds. It dies again. I was like, oh, great. I have killed this one too, but I don't know what was going on that day. Maybe I didn't have it plugged all the way into the charger. It is fine now. Uh, Don't worry. (laughs) Still trim my beard with it. (laughs) I just have a few and they're totally white that are on my chin bone. I don't, and even like I pluck them and, like, you can feel where the follicle was. Like, it's it feels pimple-like. You can't see it, but that's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have more than a few. <laughs> I, I, I pluck as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gift to myself at some point, I think, is going to be uh, laser hair removal, mm. I think. Smart. Not sure how, like, whole body, how much that would cost. That might require you know lottery winnings but we'll see (laughs) groupon check it out (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) so what else is the bright side um adventure is a bright side it is i love adventure so much me too i think we do need to plan for next year and bring a listener with us that would be fun that would be so fun we gotta figure that out either that or come up with stuff to us to do we'll come to you show us around your town that's good too that would be awesome so i got nothing else do you have anything else that's i think that's it perfect so next week we'll have great stuff about gifting yes so stay tuned for that yes working on some stuff for uh um the holiday gift giving season that sticks with our themes Mm -hmm. so got some feelers out for some uh some folks and uh hopefully we'll have some guests on as well but definitely some good ideas and don't forget about jen's leafs those are excellent gifts too so go back and check out Jen Lanzalotti and uh, her leaves. So that's a one of a kind gift for sure that is pretty spectacular. Yes. So until next week, be awesome. Bye. Bye, peeps.